0: Welcome to Talking About Midlife, where we talk about life living in a female body in our midlife. We talk about health, love, relationships, our inner world, ageing, death, motherhood, and what it means to be a human at this time in the world. I am Kelly Sterling, and I hope you enjoyed listening to these stories that I'm sharing. Thanks for listening today. I've been really looking forward to this podcast. I've got my good friend, Richie Angelo here, and Richie is a skin witch, I think. The skin guru, I should say. Uh, So welcome, Rich. Hi.
1: Nice to be here.
0: Thank you. Thanks for for being here. I I wanted to have Richie on for a while and sort of thinking through. We just knew when the right time would come, the right time would come. Um, she's just got so much wisdom around our skin and our body and how it works together and she's an incredible facialist I've been going to her for a long time and the thing about Richie is she's definitely a skin guru and she studies many other modalities and the best way I can explain what she does is that she incorporates kinesiology and energetic work into her practice and treatment so they're really fabulous and um today what we thought we'd do because there's so much that we can talk about isn't it when it comes to skin is that we would frame it about the four rites of passage and obviously we're talking about female skin but but just everyone's skin really so just forgive us but we've framed it around I guess um our maiden our motherhood years our marga which is the sort of perimenopausal causal time and then the crone. But this could be the same for people in male bodies as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: it's just that obviously us chicks spend more time on our skin generally, but that's not always the case for younger generations as we know. So Rich, before we get going, tell us a little bit about you. Like how did you get into this and what you're so passionate and knowledgeable and you're so motivated around doing this, your your craft. And I'm really curious and I bet other people are that like what drives you to work in this space?
2: Um yeah, so it actually all started for me when I was age 16. So I um my very first job um was actually working as a pharmacy sales assistant and I was really lucky. So the uh the owner of the pharmacy, he I suppose was a bit of a little wizard um himself. So he used to actually compound
1: mm-hmm.
2: um products. So from like um HRT creams to um eczema creams to um he also did homeopathy so this was back when i um was living in new zealand
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so i worked there for uh, for about 2 years so i was a, till i was about 18 and i wasn't really sure what i wanted to do um i initially was looking into doing pharmacy but um i didn't have the grades mm-hmm. at the time and um one of the ladies who worked there was a beauty therapist and so she used to actually do skin um while working there and then I just was really intrigued and then um I kind of followed that Mm -hmm. and that's how I essentially fell into place of doing beauty Mm. um but I think I'd probably say when I really got into um, my passion was when um my first pregnancy so I have three kids Mm -hmm. so this would have been like about 13 14 years ago because she's turning Mm -hmm. 14 this year and when I was pregnant um I, you know, really got into looking at what I was eating, what I was putting into my body, like most pregnant. We do. Yeah, we do. We start to really look at our health from a different light, um, if you say. And then, yeah, and I really got into kind of looking at what I was using um, on my skin, um, the treatments I was having. And I was also still working as a therapist then. And so I knew that from um, what I was actually using to treat clients, I would absorb myself and so that really got me into the I suppose like more than natural and organic and um, holistic route. Um, and then as I suppose the years um, of practice I just started to notice that you know the skin was one thing but it was actually connected to a lot of other systems in our body so from the digestive system to a nervous system and then hormones and then so I suppose if you fast forward it to Gosh, almost twenty years now. I've really, um, I've kind of upskilled and looked at, um, you know, studying different areas as well. So different modalities to, like, hone into my craft. I suppose mm, I could say. That's why you're so good at what you're doing.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So
0: let's start with a little bit about the skin. I mean, it's it's a it's the boundary of our body, really. Our skin. It's an organ. Um, And we have to look at it holistically. It tells us what is us and what is. So what is self and what is not self.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can you sort of, Richie explains this so well. So can you tell the people listening a little bit about skin? Like we just think of it as like this one thing, but it's so connected to every other system in our body.
2: Yeah. So I always, I mean, I always say from a holistic perspective, um, because obviously a lot of therapists don't agree with what i would say but um from a holistic perspective so the skins um is part of the immune system
1: mm-hmm.
2: so um the south and not south so the immune system so it's the first barrier to say that what kind of belongs to me and what yeah. doesn't belong to me so that yeah. could be kind of anything from the environment um and so like when working with skin it's really vital that you know what like your like your barrier is. so even for example like um Funnily today, like my um, partner was just saying, Gosh, my skin's really dry at the moment. And I have really noticed from the like season like change. And I was like, Yeah, because it's kind of the environment changes. So there's like mm. a different, you know, like it's a different air. Um, and from like summer to winter, like, you know, for summer, for example, like we're not, um, you're not sweating like yes. as much when in the cooler. So when yeah. we, and, and just,
0: for the record, we're recording this on the solstice. So we've just really moved from really in the southern like, hemisphere. We've gone from within
2: a week, yeah, within yeah, a week.
0: summer into autumn, and the sun's literally left our hemisphere last night.
2: Yeah. And yeah. so, for, yeah. And so, when, you know, for example, if you've gone from heat to cold, so with heat, um, sweat, sweating makes the skin produce oil. Yes. And so that oil is actually vital for, as a barrier. But then when the oil's gone, then you know, the barriers almost like imbalance a little bit. And so mm-hmm. that changes from kind of like what belongs to me and what doesn't belong to me. So barrier is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the other thing as well is that um, skin's also a representation of what's inside. So if you think of like, you know, like a tree, for example. So what's outside would be the beautiful leaves or the flowers. And then it really goes down the bottom of what's actually going on the root system. The inside and what their root system is getting fed and is it watered? is it so that Mm. also has so really it's like you kind of have to really look at it from both angles so what represents on the outside Mm -hmm. and then what represents in the inside and then on the outside has it got the barrier
1: Mm. as well so
2: yeah and talk
0: about how it's related to for example our gut and our liver and how do the skin, how does it all work together from a detoxing perspective?
2: Yeah. Um so like you already mentioned, so the skin's a it's a detoxing organ. It's actually mm-hmm. the largest out of like in our body. So often um this the skin, like I said, it can represent what's coming up.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: I always kind of look at it that if something's coming up through the skin, so whether it be acne, um eczema, psoriasis or whatever other condition that's coming through, mm-hmm. um, you always have to look at what's going on inside. So liver is always a big one. And I always kind of say to client, if you think of the liver as almost the washing machine of the body, mm-hmm. so anything that we put inside the body, so whether it's um, food to chemicals to even sometimes like physical and emotional stress
1: yeah,
2: being kind of hormones, um, the liver has to wash all through that, mm. everything. And so, what sometimes happens is that if the liver or the washing machine gets clogged, water just kind of stays stagnant, right? Yeah. And so, the body is really smart enough to know that, like, I actually have to get rid of this, otherwise, I'm like, it's toxicity. Mm-hmm. And so, what what happens is that the the toxic, the toxicity kind of goes through bloodstream, mm-hmm. and then the next detoxing organ after bloodstream is the skin and so that's why the skin has to kind of it's just it's energy that has to mm. come, come out and so yeah. Yeah. the body
0: the body just knows how to heal right like it just yeah has this innate impulse for, to fight and live and so that makes sense that it would just yeah. be like okay and, we going to get rid of this
2: yeah and from a stress perspective and so this is where like you know because a lot of people really fall into this mm-hmm. is, you know for example when we're um you know in a stressful time so often we're, like, you're either one where you don't eat and your kind of gut's all kind of coiled and you know you just feel kind of a bit sick inside and you're like, I can't eat because I'm too, I'm too, too stressed. Too, too
0: anxious, too,
1: anxious, too, too stressed, stressed yeah. yeah.
2: So that stops gut function mm.
1: from
2: kind of doing its best. Mm. Or the other where we self-soothe, where you're like coffee, you know. Or carbs. Sugar, or sugar or carbs. Yeah, carbs, yeah. yeah. And then or alcohol. Yes. And all of those are just putting log like into the fire. And so it goes
1: yeah.
2: either one way. And then again, so the, the like the bot, you know, like we said, the body takes priority. And often when um when in times of stress, it's like, well, I don't really need a high functioning like gut area to stay alive. Like I just need the brain, the heart, the lungs, and yes, that and glowing skin, glowing skin's not, you know, it's not a priority. A priority neither there's shiny hair and so the skin cops that load yeah yeah so the skin the skin's just it's like a secondary detoxing organ if yeah. the gut area is not functioning as well as it should
1: yeah
0: yeah and I mean the gut is part of our vagus nerve so the dorsal vagal branch the vagus nerve down there and that's our vagus nerve is part of our autonomic nervous system so it makes perfect sense that yeah. when someone's stressed yeah. and maybe they're they've gone into like you know that fight or flight mode or they might be so stressed they've flipped over into freeze and freezes oh,
1: yeah. freezes
0: the land of dorsal vagal. it's the part of the gut right
2: yeah and um, so that, that that comes through the skin and so yeah. you know you look at like um conditions like eczema rosacea yeah you know like psoriasis and like from a skin perspective it actually represents heat and fire yeah but you know from an if you think like emotion so if that emotion if you are free yeah that that frustration's not coming out
1: yeah
2: coming out then it's stuck but it the body's like it has to come out so it comes out in a skin as heat
0: yes makes perfect sense and you know so many people that i work with have no access to their anger right because culturally it's not acceptable to be angry particularly mostly women right it's a bit more acceptable for men for men to demonstrate anger but men then shut down every other emotion apart from that yeah so but women in particular like a lot of the somatic work I do with people is helping them access that and guess where it wants to come out it's like out of the throat right and just like there's a roar in there that yeah. had, that's and so yeah, it makes so much sense and to you me say that. You know
2: what's really that? funny because often, like for women, when it's um, when it's when yeah, when it's a heat, you actually will see it from chest, neck, mm. and um, cheeks is mm. the other one because it's all kind of it's that. And so when yeah, when I'm doing a facial and I'm working a skin, and it's if that emotionally is what they're blocked up, it will actually come through mm. as, and even from just like even from touching, so yeah. So Start cleansing it will represent as heat interesting will actually come up (laughs) like during a facial
0: just one more question before we kind of get into each rite of passage when we like lose you know some people lose hair when they're stressed Mm -hmm. because I know hair's that part of sort of the hair and skin thing like what's going on there
2: I like I don't really know too much of hair yeah um, because I like it's not something that I, but I would probably say it's to do with, um, like too like overdrive of cortisol. Like it's just an over too much cortisol. Yeah, cortisol.
0: Yeah. I was just thinking. I mean, it's probably the same thing. Like the detoxing, like the body just getting rid of. Like it's would, not, it's not a say, priority, so it's not yeah, getting it's not fed. Priority,
2: but like I would say it's too it's too much cortisol, and the thing is, it's like you, like I, you know how I mentioned like. The body takes priority and often like if you were, you know, your nutrient intake that you would take during times of stress would just go to the brain. Yeah, and the heart, because that's what yeah, it means. The, heart, the brain and the heart. And so essentially, like our the skin and the hair don't get enough nutrients. Yeah. So you know how when you look at someone, if they're stressed, they're often like they look really dull, the skin looks really gray. Um, sometimes, you know, there's like congestion or there's, but there's just it's not getting nutrients.
1: Mm-hmm. And Excellent. also, like
2: food, I suppose, like circulation, and you know, like nothing's just flowing. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I would say that's probably why one of the yeah. reasons yeah, is just because it's not getting fed nutrients and nothing's going up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and and the other thing I like, I'm this is just what's coming up for me, but you know, when it's like so in the fight or flight, so mm-hmm. you know, it's like stuck on um at the back of the neck, like the
1: because
2: yeah. of often when i'm holding someone like because i do kind of neurovascular holding points or yeah. i do also, um, trigger points uh-huh. and this is for kinesiology and so on the back of the head um where the the neck meets um the, like the cranial skull there's a point where it's um it's govern so it's a governing trigger point
1: yeah
2: and so it's a governing meridian and it's it basically represents letting go surrender and so um, often when people are high stress, it's really tight. And so I kind of, from an energetic perspective, nothing's flowing through. Yeah. So, like, you know, so basically nothing. So I'm thinking that it's just, it's almost like dead.
0: <laughs> no, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, I remember reading Julia Ender's book, Gush. You remember that gut book when it mm-hmm. came out? Yeah. I mean, yeah brilliant. I that. And just, yeah. And I think we talked about it at the time. And- yeah. Just explaining, oh, okay, you know, and 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 now that I know it through my somatic experiencing training, like the body, when it goes into that high stress state, like what it prioritises
1: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah, we don't need
2: food, certainly don't have much appetite for sex, that's for sure. Yeah. And it also mucks up with your hormones. Yeah. Because
0: you can't produce stress hormones and sex hormones at the same time, because when you're in a survival mode, sex is low priority, right? So it's going to be making more stress hormone.
2: Sorry. I was just going to say, but it also mucks up with your cycle and it comes through the skin too.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the maiden year. So adolescence. So tell us because We've all got teenage kids and they're all complaining about their skin. Tell us what's happening at this time.
2: Uh, Usually what happens, um, usually it's still really beautiful skin, Mm. Um, oil, so Mm. it's always the hormones basically start to fluctuate. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether they get their um, menstrual cycle or not, you still will go through almost, I suppose, like a ghost one. So they'll still go through like where, um, you know, like, the week before your period where there's kind of like a buildup of hormones. Mm-hmm. And um and so that like that build up is often like a really good indication of whether they break out. And um the best tip I would probably say is um have a look where they're breaking out and congestion is. So if it's from um from kind of below the jaw like below the jaw chin that's all hormonal. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes chest and sometimes back. Okay, yeah,
1: really hormonal. Reproductive. Yeah,
0: reproductive. Oh, reproductive. So so the jawline, below yeah, the, so mouth,
1: the mouth, chest, so the decolletage
0: area, the neck, the and, the, the, and the top of the back above uh, the heart.
2: Just the back. So anything from down below is usually reproductive.
1: Yeah, right. Um,
2: and then anything up um, top, so from kind of the mouth up
1: mouth to the, the hairline.
2: So detoxification.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Detox- uh, yeah, I, I just say detoxification organs in the body. Yeah, yeah. So lungs, um, liver, liver, intestine, small intestine, bladder. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, that hormonal instability. Yeah,
2: and which... so yeah, the 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 I uh, the main pattern I usually would see from kind of the maiden.
1: Yeah.
2: Always, um, usually chin. Yeah. Um, side of the nose which is so chin would be like reproductive yeah side of the nose um large intestines
1: yeah
2: um middle of the brows liver yeah and then you would get um forehead and so yeah. that's like small intestines
0: yeah and then I've noticed one I guess it's sweat and not washing your hair enough but one of my boys he gets a few around his hairline yeah. and I'm like are you washing your hair enough
2: for you you know because yeah. it's this, this yeah. build-up of sweat Yeah, and so sweat. And so the thing is as well, so with sweat, um, as I mentioned, sweating actually makes you produce more oil, Mm. natural oils, and oil's sticky, and so things stick to it. Mm. And so the other thing is like um, sweat's also like it's salt. It's salty water, right? Yeah. And so um, a big tip I find, especially for um, teenagers that play sport, is just like actually wipe it off, like have like a towel wetting it off the sweat you don't necessarily have to like give your face a wash yeah but just wiping that off because when sweat dries it leaves like a um, salty film
1: uh, on the
2: skin and then it's that oil that's kind of sticking and it's like you know so skin's a living breathing organ so the more stuff it has on top that doesn't allow it to breathe just it's like stagnant so it's kind of that
0: makes so much sense yeah yeah it makes so much sense so one thing before we, we go on that you made a point of that I forgot is that everything has its own microbiome. So the gut, the, the, we don't, we have the vagina has its own microbiome. So skin has its own microbiome as well, doesn't it?
2: And mouth. And mouth. mouth, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. When, so I saw quite a lot of this during um, the pandemic. Ah actually with healthcare workers who have to wear um the like masks the, all the time the all the time because you're you know the two aren't supposed to like merge together and so when again when it's trapped it's like and then you'll see you know under the mouth you're sweating. Yes, yes. And so yeah. we, we get quite a lot of um yeah infected like acne around around the
0: mouth. That um, makes a lot of
2: sense. Sometimes um dermat like dermatitis. Yeah. Very oral dermatitis was big. It was big. Because it changes the microbiome of the skin. Because yeah, the skin right. we went back to what's south, what's not south.
1: Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: interesting. Mm. Okay. So then let's go on to motherhood. So we're having babies, and so the hormones are like really going full steam ahead at this time. Yeah. So, what do you notice, I guess, in the first trimester when, you know, we've got a lot of progesterone and got a lot of estrogen and um a lot of us have morning sickness because yeah. of that so tell me tell me what's going on there
2: yeah um so most common um you do get like the acne uh-huh.
1: um,
2: like like bigger spots you can get so like I said um anything kind of from below yeah um, so reproductive so chin jaw neck um even chest this yeah. isn't always for everyone but I'm just generalizing just
0: generalizing
2: yeah so we'll get that um because again there's like a rise like you have like a rise of hormones coming up yeah and often also in first trimester like you mentioned you like everyone's sick so you're not eating so your guts are a bit out of whack and if you think back again into the analogy of the washing machine yeah. that takes effect yeah because if the guts not functioning as well as it should it's you know it gets a bit clogged up so again the skin can represent
0: yeah and the liver would be working hard just dealing with the ex the extra hormones that it's extra, having to yeah. produce
1: yeah
2: yeah and then the other thing as well is that the body also ta- again that like the body takes priority and so often like a lot of the nutrients would just be going to the baby yeah um especially in the first try like yeah with the first trimester so, so sometimes like um you know like women feel a bit rubbish, but yeah, the skin's not necessarily looking its best. Um, the baby's
0: just <laughs> taking yeah. everything.
2: Yeah, but yeah, ac- um, like, yeah, like a little bit of congestion, a um, bit of acne comes through. Skin can be really dry yeah. um, as well. Um, it actually kind of changes. Like I, I say it, like it can change the constitution of your skin. So sometimes for ah. women... If they're used to having like you know normal to dry or normal to oily or whatever, it can really change. Um, the other forever thing I- or just during the pregnancy no, I during. But the other thing I was actually gonna I wanted to point out was that because I see this um, as I've seen this as a pattern over the years is that what a lot of um, a lot of women and men do is that they will use the same skin you know they use the same skincare for, like for a really uh-huh.
1: long time yeah. where
2: you know like they you know they'll use what they use for as a teenager and then they use it and they like mid to late 20s and you're like your hormones change yeah so you know it's like your body change your body doesn't look like you know what it was when it was 16 yeah it was when you were 28 yeah
1: so
0: I don't, I don't know why we do this it's,
2: I don't know yeah it's
0: also for their emotional life as well it's like why am I feeling so shit you know like yeah well because yeah. your your identity's
1: changed
2: yeah yeah so it's so, also that it's like Kind of be mindful that you do have to change, yeah, your skincare. So you know what, and you are like again, it's got you, we're governed by hormones, and you know, like initially we are governed by hormones, and so that. So if your skin was presenting really oily in your teens, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be oily throughout your life, and it's yeah. just like pregnancy. If it's presenting at that time, it doesn't mean like it can. It can completely change your skin, but it doesn't always it could just be like that period Mm. um sometimes rosacea is one too that comes up um Mm -hmm. often with pregnancy and can be triggered Mm -hmm. um and perioral dermatitis is another how come i would probably say um with uh, for rosacea um actually rosacea and i'll class dermatitis in the same boat but um it's you're more sensitive so for rosacea like it's it's more vascular so you're like you know your heart's pumping your heart's
0: working harder to pump blood. yeah
2: during pregnancy it's a lot more Yeah. yeah and so that can kind of yeah present and it's and it's often when um like it's often when yeah it's like not hereditary but like there's just certain skins where it's just it's thinner like they kind of have almost that thin skin yeah like that kind of heat element just yeah it just will just trigger like a rosacea and the yeah and it's kind of broken capillaries that will come through
1: yeah and um
2: and is
0: that the same for um so is it so there's an increase in blood flow and and the heart working harder and that impacts on the broken capillaries and what about eczema and some people get sort of eczema and dermatitis same thing in, is it this, pregnancy. in
2: pregnancy yeah yeah so immune system um sometimes it kind of can imbalance so, so the yeah. dermatitis so it's 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 a really funny one actually because it's um with dermatitis like i've had clients who like have gotten perioral and they only will get it when they're pregnant and often it's almost like i mean i i would i would say it's immune system so you know when you're like when you know, if if there's a flu or there's whatever, it's like, be mindful because somebody's pregnant and it's almost like it lowers your immune
1: system. And Um, so
2: I like, yeah, from a holistic perspective, I would say there's an imbalance in the immune system. Yeah. So it's coming through.
0: Yeah. understand. And then a lot of women, they start to feel better in their second trimester and and then their hair and skin start to like really glow and they're sort of lush and feeling luscious and then we get to third and then sort of at the end we're like because we're so ready
2: it's it's just it's hormones
0: all hormones
2: Um, yeah so the other i was going to say as well that can present in um, pregnancy is um pigmentation
0: yeah i had that on my forehead and then it went afterwards tell what's that about hormones Ah.
2: yeah and this can also come through the pill too yeah. So, yeah. So not necessarily, when they're pregnant, but it can be an onset. So the the pill can bring up um, melasma. Pigmentation. Yeah.
0: So fascinating. Hormone
2: imbalances as well too. So not necessarily like um, not during pregnancy, but yeah, if there's an imbalance in the hormones, that can also come up come through. huh. So come through as um yeah acne pigmentation.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Cool. Well not cool, but cool to know that. Yeah. yeah. And then and then we get to midlife to perimenopause. And again, like our teenagers, we're going through a lot of hormonal fluctuation over a number of years. Yeah. So uh, people's well, if it's a female body, but also, you know, males, their skin gets drier as well as they get older. But for females, when we're in perimenopause, obviously our estrogen and progesterone are on the decline, and that will impact. On your skin, and that will certainly impact on your liver, because your liver is doing so much heavy lifting, metabolizing all those hormones. So, tell us a little bit about what happens to people's skin at this point in life.
2: Uh, Drier
0: mm-hmm.
1: is
2: one. Um, a lot of, um, I suppose, the aging pigmentation starts to come through. Yeah. Um, rosacea.
1: If, yeah.
2: You know, um, and it's funny actually because I find I would probably say people probably disagree with me, but I would probably say rosacea when it comes in this time, I'd say it's emotional. Yeah. Mm. Because it's heat. Mm. So often like at that time, there's a lot of rage.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, so I've done many talks on perimenopause. And as I always say, you know, this is a healing journey. Mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. So you're, you know, all of us have a unique pathway through this. And the intelligence of your body-mind is it will bring up what you need to resolve so that you can transition well into your second half of life. Mm-hmm. So if you have repressed your anger and you don't have a good relationship with it, it will bring it up
1: mm-hmm. for you. Yeah.
0: And, you know, you lean into that and start working at it. So see how when we have all this anger that we don't know how to hold the energy of it in our body, yeah. right, we don't know how to ask for what we want. And see how it impacts on your skin, because you have all this excess heat Mm. sitting in your chest and your face and in your throat, don't you? Yeah, just begging to come out.
2: Yeah, and often I've 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 seen this actually um, quite a few times over a number of years, where I've had clients who yeah have had rosacea and you know psoriasis, same psoriasis. Yeah, I would say the same too. Um, Mm. and it's often jobs, work related. Mm. Yeah, mm. you know, it's just kind of like compound, like mm-hmm. a compound of stress, and all of a sudden the body's just like, "All right, <laughs> I'm going to show you." Yeah, freaking yeah. listening to me. Yeah, and I've I've seen I I remember I had one client who I think she had had rosacea for a number of years. I actually I actually ended up taking over from her. Um, she used to see a French facialist who used to be here, and then she left to Europe. yeah. yeah. Gave me um clients and um yeah I uh, you know like you couldn't really do much to her skin it's all just cooling calming soothing and really like from a facial setting it was just all like regulating the nervous system yeah um and really interesting she quit work rosacea's gone
0: yeah stuck in fight and flight stuck yeah. in a fight yeah I'm writing a yeah. post about it this week
2: yeah yeah but like that you That's know it. yeah. yeah
0: it's just there's all that sympathetic charge in the nervous system and you're like people can just get stuck in it and i do think a lot of workplaces these days because there's so much noise we're just surrounded by so much noise that people have to make extra effort to manage their stress make sure they sleep properly and and phones and computers like we're just on and so we we really need you know the body will show us won't it 100%
2: pain skin conditions yeah
0: emotional outbursts yeah yeah
2: yeah but skin skins are yeah skins skins are big one for showing
0: stress so so women do get acne and perimenopause don't they a lot of them I've heard that a lot of people yeah
2: big ones too like you can kind of it almost feels like you can revert back to almost a teenage and, and, a lot, and a lot
0: of um, because collagen decreases because of estrogen decline. So, a lot of people, you hear them that their nails and their hair get sort brittle. of dry yeah. and brittle. Yeah. So, I imagine diet is kind of huge for that. And really, well, well I'm sort of know from my work that, um, you know, diet's so critical at this time. And it's critical in terms of dealing with the hormonal fluctuations. So, your gut can you know do its washing machine cleaning and your liver yeah. can do their job properly and then you know yeah. we don't have all those excess hormones we don't have these stress hormones so we sleep properly so there's things like coffee and processed sugar and that are often the cause of alcohol which is full of sugar anyway the yeah. cause of a lot of people's night sweats and hormonal issues but it's all the excess hormones that the the liver and the gut have got to deal with as well. Yeah. So it's, just the body gets just overwhelmed by all its functions, all yeah. the things yeah. it's got to do.
2: And I, I I, personally, like I'm kind of, I'm 38, so I suppose I'm going through, you know. Starting. Um, the beginning, the beginning yeah. of this. But I've really noticed um, like the PMS symptoms and I had never really noticed it. And it was, it's actually been interesting because I... Um, I actually saw my teacher who was a kinesiologist and I actually felt really like, um, I think this was like late 2021. And I just noticed that just before, I would, you know, I would go through my um, menstrual cycle, I would really feel down. Mm. And almost like, I'm like, am I depressed? Am I, you know? Yeah. And then the other thing I noticed was like, you know, the breast swelling and, yeah. and you know, that feeling of you just get agitated and your partner yeah. just shits you, you yeah. know, <laughs> and um I she actually made me journal and she was like this she's you know I remember her clearly she's like this is liquid gold at this time yeah. and really take note as to why and why yeah. good and, da, da, da. and um and I yeah and I really and you know and I really noticed that like what I kind of did prior was really crucial yeah. and so what I do now is I actually um I try and get like a body treatment done like almost like a couple of days just before I'm like that week before I get my period or even a week. And so that my cup is full and my nervous system is regular, you know, ah. and then
0: yeah. Microdosing and, on pleasure. I yeah. like it. And
2: then because yeah. the I So when I do um, treatments with kinesiology and um, actually with some of my facials. So if it's, um, if I find that they're holding onto a certain emotion, I actually use um, Australian bushflowers. And so okay. I've been taking for the last, um, two like two months or two cycles um there's a beautiful um floral essence called she oak and it's specifically Mm -hmm. for a woman and it's um so whatever stage really so whether they're like um maiden mother or marga yeah or prone um it's to balance that and seriously for like the last so yeah so i used it last cycle while i was like the pms menstrual and this time I'm kind of like loosely doing it, no symptoms, no um, yeah, no breast swelling. I've I've got my med- I got my menstrual cycle like today.
1: I'm like yeah. don't yeah,
2: I
0: mean you do that that sort of week before you bleed. Yeah. That's your self-care is like super True. important. And yeah. listening to your inner critic and yeah. she's telling you something, right? She's telling you to pay attention to things in your life that you're not happy about. And then you think of perimenopause. Well, like that—that's just one giant like slab of years around all of this, and it's like, girl,
2: yeah, it about now. Pay attention, because usually, um, usually even from like my from a skin perspective, so that week before, so um, the premenstrual, you will like no doubt will get like an odd. So if if all systems are flowing, skin's fine. But if it's something's up, so whether you know you've had like either the buildup of like either stress or you kind of was just self-soothing carbs or something, and the gut yeah. was just a bit off, no doubt you will get a spot.
0: Yeah. Um, Interestingly, I have noticed like I'm postmenopausal now, but through your very clear guidance, because I was so obsessive about my diet in my premenstrual years, so that. My body was functioning, so I would sleep properly. You know, there's nothing. If you can't sleep, that's like everything's over. I think
2: sleep is everything.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's that inside out. And then I changed my products. You put me onto some good stuff when I was going through my cancer treatment because I couldn't use anything because my I was so sensitive to it during my chemo. And I think my skin's the best it's been like forever. And it's like, well, because I eat really well, I eat lots of vegetables to, like, to, to unburden my liver and my gut so that they, you know, to cope with all those hormonal changes. And then, you know, I've just developed the taste buds so that I don't really have a lot of sugar. I don't drink anymore. I don't really enjoy it. Mm. Um, and when I do have a lot of sweet stuff, I'm like, oh, I feel yeah. awful. And I will get a pimple somewhere, like usually in the gut because it's just like and the skincare is you know pretty clean and so yeah interesting I mean diet is everything when it comes to everything. skin. Really. yeah like,
2: to be honest like I would like I use very minimal I'm like internal if I mm-hmm. was to like I spend my I money- would say I'm the same space yeah I spend my money on internal health yeah. so like I you know like essential fatty acids must like yeah. maiden mother Marga like must like you need it like you need it yeah um like and the other thing I think yeah so I kind of do a bit of magnesium
1: not all the time
2: but like some form of greens yeah definitely like I yeah I would would spend a good portion of my money on internal health and even just like yeah modalities like to do with body and nervous system yeah skincare like spend good quality like on it but you actually don't need as much we don't need as much.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, it lasts your- for a very long time.
2: Yes, and all you and the main thing that I would probably say, like, I think to focus, like, for like for all age group, is just high, like hydration. Having so loads right, of like, water. Hydra, yeah, yeah. like yeah. hydration, but even hydration with skin topic topical. Yeah,
0: topically. Yeah.
2: Um, like I always use this analogy where, um, like, mimic the skin is almost like a damp sponge yes is anything that's like a, you know how we've been saying like the things come through the skin so if it's a damp sponge so if you think of damp sponge you know you can wring it out mm-hmm. and things come out mm-hmm. and thing, and you know what you're putting on actually absorbs yes because if it's not then it's just like you know toxins can get stagnant yes um and so yeah if there's if there's come, something coming through if it even if it, you know it starts off with like a like a bit of like a toxic oil coming through the longer it stays into the pore, you know, bacteria builds up. And then that's mm-hmm. how it creates infection. And mm-hmm. so it's like, if there's flow, it's, you know, nothing like it would just got come out. Same as a got, if there's flow, it will just come out into, you know, yeah. The rather than-
1: yeah. <laughs> well, we wanted yeah. to, don't we?
2: Yeah. But yeah, like, and, and I find like if you kind of just have like a really, um, Beautiful, kind of simple, like a, I will say like a daily diet for your skin. So that will okay. be your like your cleanser, some form of kind of serum, moisturizer, or oil, like as your hydrator, and then sunscreen as a must um, for all age group. Those are your core daily diet. And anything that's like retinols and you know, niacinamide and vitamin C, I, they're just supplements. So they kind of just, you know, they're just the added boosters of your skin. But as long as you kind of can get your daily diet perfected, like you're good to go and your gut and your nervous system.
0: All right. So so one thing that I remember that you and I have talked about, just to finish off this uh, Marga phase, is that um, we've talked about that looking after liver health is so important because... Uh, we have these excess androgens and estrogen often at this stage. And so that often means um, thinking about what we're eating because our liver's got so much responsibility around metabolizing the the hormones, right? Because they're fluctuating so much. So you've talked about, you know, maybe taking a break from alcohol, which quite frankly is good for most people in terms of their perimenopause symptoms, but also that, making sure that the food that we're eating is easier for our liver so eating warmer food so do you want to just mention a little bit about that
2: yeah um so often I would even say um I I actually even recommend this for clients like just before they um so that PMS time of the cycle so often like you know there is a build-up of hormones so you've got a build-up of progesterone and so that's quite heavy on the gut and so what I find is that having kind of warm pre-digested foods So think porridge soups um more really nourishing so mm. it's almost like it it basically what it does is slow cooked food slow cooked yeah micro like it's just you know think of uh, micro and macronutrients. so bone mm. broth like mm. anything but anything that's easy for the body to digest. And so mm. it's just giving your liver and your digestive system a bit of a break and not, um, not to work as hard. Mm-hmm. And so often like as well, so anything that's like liquid, mm. um, I find like, you know, if you think of like homeopathy, like as soon as it's in, like your salivary glands are already absorbing nutrients.
1: Yeah.
2: And so, and it's just, it's just easy. Yeah. it's like actually easy even just thinking about it, it's like it's easy for your body to just absorb it
1: yeah. rather
2: than having to kind of go through and then work hard to process it break it, it down yeah. Yeah. yeah like the body has to create its own enzymes and you know if you think of a steak or something like yeah it has to actually break that down rather yeah. than like ease and it's just yeah so it's it's, yeah. it's just just think it's just giving my liver a bit of a bit
1: right of it doesn't
2: have to work as hard
0: yeah yeah, and it will be the liver that will wake us up at one or two in the morning and we yeah, can't go absolutely. back to sleep yeah. when because it's working so hard it's doing hard. its job. So we have to think of all the ways that we can create a bit of ease for it.
1: Yeah. And um, then we
0: stay I mean, asleep during the night.
2: Another thing I um, I recommend because it's, yeah, so 1 and 3 a.m. is always like a liver time. Yeah. But like if you think of the yeah, Chinese medicine body clock. And so for some clients... Um, if that that's their pattern i actually get them to drink um like i sell a um gut and liver support powder i actually get them to take it just before they go to bed and so yeah. all it's doing is just that it's just aiding you know your liver to just do its job and there's other things to help it rather than kind of just like letting it you know do its own thing because you're you're gonna be like repeating the same we have just got to make it easier for
0: us and then that that helps us sleep hmm. you know and, you know, lack of sleep is also what puts on a lot of weight for people because their body is stressed it's, and then it's desperately looking for estrogen. So it makes more fat cells, like, because fat cells have estrogen receptors in it. Yeah. So so sleep is really key and anything that you can do to make it easier for the body in terms of its washing machine job is really yeah. critical at this time, isn't it? Yeah.
2: And, and like, the thing is, like, sleep's, you know, like, it's how kidneys like your adrenaline like it you know for well, it's, our, it's our
0: healing phase
2: it is yeah and for skin it's also repairing it repairs it's a time where it's like repairing itself joint skin
0: gut it's all repair time yeah 10 to 2 all
2: yeah.
1: right
0: then let's talk about crone so you know metaphorically the crone sort of you know like 60s mm. but of course because of our you know depending on when we go through hit our menopause one day anytime the average age is about 50 51 for most countries late 40s for some Southeast Asian cultures you know we start noticing our skin gets a bit drier some people notice more hyperpigmentation and well, some people start getting the white so the hypopigmentation yeah tell us all about this time in life and what's actually going on
2: and what we need to do. Um a lot of dryness in the skins here, the yeah the big
0: one it um, thinner
2: too can be thinner, yeah. So collagen and elastin production is obviously like slow, like, you know, very like slow mm. um, at this time. And so, you know, the, like, it's all really to do with estrogen, mm-hmm. I'd right, have to say. And so, estrogen's kind of, it's, it rules collagen and elastin. And that's what makes, you know, youth, yeah. makes youthful, fuller. And so, yeah. And so, I find you know, like if you were kind of, you know, to do you know, get like amped up in the end like the anti-aging like with supplementing i would this is the time so mm. that's like taking in vitamin c if you're gonna you know really get vitamin
0: it. c will help you produce collagen
2: yeah yeah it, it stimulates collagen production essential fatty acids
0: must and so what are they again tell us
2: um so omega oil so think of flax seeds evening primrose safflower oil like yeah high like Salmon, um, fish oils, um, avocado. Yeah. Is um, through, it like omega three, six, and nine? Yes. So through diet, and then I would supplement as well.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, because what it does internally, actually, even um even in the marga stage, I would as well. Mm. Um, only because it's um it helps with inflammation, mm. in the skin, and um if especially if it contains um evening primrose, but it also helps. It's a hormone regulator. Mm. and like yeah hormone regulator and then it also um it also helps coat um the skin cells with like ceramides so that's what like it's like ceramides is almost like the fatty
1: like the
2: oil layer of the skin cell so what you want to do is kind of bring it from the inside out
1: yeah
2: so that when it comes through actually that's
0: why i think just on that note good fats uh, a couple of books I've read they've talked about you know good oils like olive oil, avocado oil, even like really good butter. Mm. Um, like eating good fats is really yeah, important for your true. skin
2: even like, and, and
0: for your nervous system for
2: all I would say for all um all phases mm. because you want good fats coming through because even with even with teenagers, like I said, you know like it's like it's like a hormone fluctuation and so mm. there's more oil coming through and you want to make sure it's actually good oil. Mm. Coming through rather than toxic oils, so
1: you yeah, know, like olive oil's got
2: heaps be... of
0: vitamin C in it, so I can imagine that would be really good. Yeah. So, so diet first, and then supplementing.
2: Supplementing, um, and then even from a skin, um, like even supplementing on skin. So, um, like I, 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 because I always class like vitamin C and vitamin A as a supplement mm-hmm. skin. So this is yeah, you can get kind of get onto retinols. Um, so the
0: retinol is a vitamin a right and
2: then, yeah. yeah and then vitamin c and then um, you can also do niacinamide um, yeah. always like um, if you can like if you can I know it's not always possible for everyone but ideally be guided by a therapist mm-hmm. um, when you start going into like the actives
0: so active ingredients being like retinol niacinamide <laughs> vitamin c yeah got it yeah because they'll have a clear idea precisely which parts of your face and how much you need i assume
2: and when like and when and often um and i that reason i say is like be be guided is just that a lot of the times like especially with kind of social media and blog and stuff it's like you know use vitamin c in the morning and then use vitamin a at night and then use like kind of aha you know in your cleanser or exfoliants mm. or whatever and it's like this isn't a weekly you know basis and skin's really subjective mm. and so you know what someone's plugging is not necessarily suited to your skin especially if you're older and it, your skin's thinner yeah do more damage yeah it's
1: good so yeah. just
2: that's why i'm like always yeah if you kind of gonna start to look into that like really get guided rather than you know just going i'm just going to buy that because i you know i i saw on tv that it re- like reduces fine lines and wrinkles <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: cuz you know we're so and yeah, and like there's so a whole like, other conversation around anti-aging
2: and t- and, um, and and like and vitamin a is like it comes in different grades so you know it, in percentage so like you can't just go like when I when I guide someone, I'm like, start with the lowest and then you introduce. Like don't just go like for the 1% tretinoin from your doctor. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, because retinol can burn, can't it? Like you have to put it on at night, yeah.
2: And like, and retinol is an oil-soluble vitamin and you really need oil in your skin for it to kind of work at its best. Yeah. So, so if I you're would- dry,
0: it's going to be a disaster.
2: A hundred percent, yeah. I
0: hear you. And of course, sunscreen.
2: Yeah, sunscreen, must. And a hat. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, this has been a really good discussion. So, Rich, mm-hmm. your website is made by self. Is it .com? .com? .com. Yeah, .au. Yes. Um, and on Instagram?
2: Um, underscore, it? made by self, underscore. Right. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening.
0: Where she gives the best facials in the country but even overseas friends uh, if you're listening and you're interested and you want to buy stuff off her and you're not sure message her
1: yeah um, I, I also you can buy I, all,
0: all her products that she sells that are fantastic um what were you going to say you also
2: I, I i have actually done um got, like skin consults over um zoom zoom yeah so I've done it for a few people in the UK over the lockdown Mm, so that was I do do that it's just that I I do get booked up in advance and so because she's good yeah yeah so
0: so yeah if you're interested just send her a message and um by her website she has all these amazing products on there and and do you still do like skin packs for people or that was just during lockdown?
2: I, I did it during the lockdown. Um, not so much now because we're in
1: clinic. And the business way, is normal yeah. Things.
2: And the way I really work, like I said, I, the way I work with skin is um, like I mentioned in the beginning, it's like um, like I with environment. So often, yes. you know, I, I, change would see. so I always recommend clients to change when there's seasonal change and mm. you know so if a client for example is going to Europe over summer what they're going to be using and when like here in our winter is not going to be the same yeah summer. so like I really kind of customize
0: yeah um, I mean I really notice it because Melbourne's so dry where we live but when I go up to visit my parents and they live in a subtropical area and I just can't even use any of my products up yeah. there <laughs> yeah yeah because it's just so different and my skin's like "Ah, ah." I'm drinking like copious amounts of water to cope with all the sweat and you can't wear makeup because you just sweat it all off anyway
1: yeah
2: yeah and so even yeah like I have a client now who's like she travels um to like Hong Kong and Singapore and like she was you know I actually just saw her over the weekend and she was saying that like oh my gosh I'm like breaking out and she got sold another product like you know just Off the shelf somewhere, and I'm like, no, you're gonna to have to actually change,
1: yeah,
2: a different routine when you're in like those countries because it's really high humidity and it's yeah,
1: humidity. and yeah.
2: yeah, and it's that it's really replacing you're replacing sweat loss. And so, even like you know, if you're in a high humidity country, like sheet masks, amazing, um, because they're just it's just water content,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: um, where here we're very much like oil and water and like, yes. water.
0: Yes, the sponge needs oil and water in a dry climate. And you know, I know I've I've got friends that live in Canada, and it's very low humidity there, like in in, on the west around that Alberta area. And
2: I've lived in Banff, and I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dry, and they just yeah, yeah, and it's like, and the skins there can be really withered. Yes. Because mountain air is like, you know, a whole other different, you know, environment altogether. So if you're listening.
0: Before you even start, remember what Richie said, think about the climate and the environment. Yeah. And your diet. And your diet. And your nervous system. And your nervous system. What are you in a stressed out mode? Are you like flat as attack, maybe stuck in freeze? And you all- know, when we're going through grief, like my goodness, you know, yeah. it's gonna really impact how we're feeling. All these different states, are you holding on to a lot of anger? Is there a lot of heat in your body that's coming out as rosacea or psoriasis or something else? Mm. So yeah, thanks so much.
2: Pleasure.
0: Great to have you here. Great to share your wisdom. And obviously, if you're an Aussie, go book her in if you want to <laughs> have the best
1: facial you've ever had in your life. Oh, thanks for having me, Cal. No worries.